my name is Yuti and I'm going to be your host on this podcast, There For More. I am going to be sharing short life stories with you to help you step out of your comfort zone every day with confidence. I'm also going to encourage you to start celebrating more of your achievements by owning them, kickstart your own online business without the imposter syndrome, and navigate life on your own terms even as a first generation immigrant in a new country. I'm so excited that you're on this journey with me and you're listening in today. In this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you my experience with imposter syndrome and how I've been able to navigate around it and not let it stop it from achieving my goals. I couldn't shake off the feeling. I knew what God was asking me to do, but I was stuck because of the imposter syndrome. Was God really asking me to share his word? I don't have a seminary degree and my faith is not even stable. So what was he really calling me to do? I woke up and I prayed and in between I started crying because I knew if I didn't listen, I would be disobeying. I was already working with a coach and you can call it a coincidence, but I believe it was God. I was not even looking actively to start a podcast anymore. I had thought about it a few times in the past, contemplated the idea, but never really went through with the whole process. But one day I opened up my social media and I saw a post in one of the Facebook groups I was a part of. It was a podcast coach looking for better clients to help her launch her program. I immediately said I was interested. I had no idea what the process would feel like, but I thought this might just be the answer to one of my prayers. Dare for More is a podcast that teaches life lessons through storytelling to encourage young women to step out of their comfort zone and find your purpose. But I didn't know any of this when I started my first session with my coach. I knew I wanted to help people by sharing positivity and give back to the world because so many other people have impacted my life positively by showing up in their purpose. One morning, I went to make myself some tea to begin my day and on my walk back to my chair from the kitchen, I had a string of thoughts. I put these thoughts in a voice note and I sent it as it was with no editing to my coach and my best friend. I waited nervously to hear their feedback. Ooh, wow. I was so nervous, I had to distract myself. And while I waited, I got busy with work and occasionally I would listen to the recording and think, oh, why do I sound like that? I mean, I still think it right now as I'm recording. The recording was approximately 18 minutes and it had some ums and silence in it. So on average, it was like 15 minutes. I kept thinking, how would I even be able to record a full podcast when I can't keep talking for at least half an hour? My phone buzzed and I looked down and I saw it was a message from my coach. I'm so grateful for her. She has really helped me to stay true to who I am and tell stories that are real and authentic. I was so nervous all through the podcasting process, but I believe she is a God-sent purpose helper. Someone who comes into your life to help you navigate to where God has called you to serve. These were her words. Girl, girl. Girl, oh my gosh, you just made me cry. That's how beautiful you are. Oh my gosh, are you like a poet or something? You sound so freaking genuine. I feel like if I tried to say everything she said in that voice note, I would just start crying right now. But that little bit of the first part of the voice notes already encouraged me when I heard it. Because I have moments of self-doubt and I had a lot of those while I was recording the podcast. I'm glad that I had her in my life to help me understand that my voice was genuine and my stories could help other people who were in need of hope and encouragement. 
My best friend's message came in and I was a little bit nervous. He's a straight shooter and a little bit of a perfectionist. So I braced myself and my emotions and tapped on the message. Oh my gosh, he loved it. And he also said there was room for improvement. Duh. (laughs) I'm still learning how to accept constructive criticism on my personal work because I feel like the process of creating is so difficult. And when I'm done, I feel like I did my best and I don't want to hear none. But the truth is, there's always room for improvement. And with each round of recording, I felt myself getting better and better. I will let you be the judge of how far I've come by leaving a review on this podcast. And your review would also help this podcast become more visible and spread the message of hope. And please let me know if you think any of these episodes have lived up to your expectations after you listen to the trailer. The thing about imposter syndrome is that it shows up in so many forms. At the beginning of this episode, I shared that I doubted that I was qualified enough to answer the call of God in my life. Well, my coach and my best friend helped me to navigate past the challenge through different conversations and exercises around limiting beliefs. Three weeks later, I had another challenge with imposter syndrome. The recording I had sent over to my coach received such good feedback that I felt like I could never meet the standard with my new recordings. I freaked out and avoided the situation. I did a 360 degree pivot on the idea of the podcast and changed the theme to only include three minutes of storytelling. I batch created six episodes, but it didn't feel like it was true to what I had intended for the podcast to be. I shared these thoughts with my coach on our next session and she told me that it's my show and I should be myself. I can share my faith if I want to and I shouldn't get stuck on the podcast description. It literally takes less than five minutes to switch the description. But hey, isn't it funny how we would trade the vision that God has given us and do our own thing once it gets difficult or uncomfortable? I can't be the only one who says, well, at least I'm trying and goes ahead to do something entirely different from what God asked. The Bible says that obedience is better than sacrifice. Being obedient to the vision that God has given you is better than sacrificing your time, praying, fasting, and all the other things that God didn't ask you to do in that moment. The journey of listening and answering God's call in your life can be very uncomfortable. But it's because during that season of your life, while you're still in your discomfort, God is equipping you. He's working on your heart and really trying to pull you out of those sinful ways and choices that you've made in your life that don't align with the purpose that he has for you. God doesn't want you to just behave like a Christian. Say you have faith, but in your heart, you do not believe in God or trust in his promises for your life. The way you live your life is what really matters. If you wake up in the morning and you're always worried, it's a sign that you don't trust God. If you're afraid to step out and do what God has called you, it's because you value the opinion of others more than him. And honestly, that's idolatry. So what God does is that he begins to work on these issues in our hearts and tries to highlight them to us. The Holy Spirit does that so that you can become aware of it. He convicts you, not because he wants to shame you, but he does it in love so that you can begin to align yourself with the purpose that God has for you and the promises that he has in store for you. If you are not submitted to the will of God and you haven't given God control of your life, it doesn't matter if you sing or teach the kids or serve the poor. All of that is good, but it's not what he wants. He's asking you to put him first and then all the other things that you are doing will be an outpouring from your love for God. 
I didn't want to start a small group last year or last two years or start a podcast, but I did it because God asked me to. And whenever he asked me to do something, he provides what I need to get started. I struggled with sharing these stories because I thought they were a bit personal. I wasn't sure that I had the emotional strength to share some of these painful and vulnerable moments. But I forgot that it wasn't even about me. It was about serving others, sharing up to share so that someone else can avoid some of the mistakes I made or find courage from my own experiences to go after their dreams. You see, when you make it all about you, you stay focused on you. You ask yourself questions and doubts that you are the right person to do the job. You question if you have the skills. You wonder if people will listen and leave you likes and comments. You show up and you make it about your validation. Eventually, you miss the mark. You begin to do your own things and abandon the vision that God has called you to do. And God is no longer glorified with your gifts and talents. But if you take yourself out of the way, get out of your own way. Think about your audience, what God has in store for them, and how you can help them reach their goal. Everything changes. You no longer care if you are qualified or if every episode or project will be perfect. What are you believing today that is making you feel like an imposter with your God-given gifts and talents? Write those thoughts out. And then also write out what the Bible says about it. There are so many different verses that come to mind right now, but I would have to fact check them to give you the exact ones. But when it comes to being fearful, the Bible says that he has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love. I think that's somewhere in Timothy. I can check it later, but you can also check it. You do some homework and find that out. But really, what is it that is running at the back of your mind that is making you feel like God can use anyone but you? I mean, have you looked at the Bible? I was guilty of this too, don't get me wrong. But everyone that God used had a past. God always takes the people that are willing, not those that are perfect. He takes the person that is saying, God, I'm available, you can use me, and he uses them. You're listening to this. You know God has asked you to do something. He has a calling on your life, but you've decided to ignore that voice. You're thinking, oh, I'll do it in the future. I'll do it in a later time when I feel more confident. But it's not about you feeling confident. It's about you saying yes to what God has called you to do and allowing him to equip you with the knowledge and the people and you doing the work as well so that you're partnering with God to bring his will on earth. The Lord's Prayer says, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. We, we've learned it. We've heard of it. We've probably prayed it. But yet, we're not still stepping into obedience. Well, 2021 is here and I just want to remind you that now is a good time for you to start doing what God has called you to do. Your gifts, your talents, all that God has given you, he has given it to you for a purpose. Do you know that so many people will never get to go to a church? But they can see God through the way you live your life, through the way you paint, through the way you sing, through the way you show up, through the way you write, through the way you talk, through the way you live your life, through the way you style your clothes. Whatever God has given you, you are reflecting the glory of God when you do it. 
through the way you run your business, through the way you coach, through the way you mentor, through the way you pour into others, through the way you serve, people can see God's love in you. That's evangelism. And the Bible says that everyone is called to evangelize, not just the pastors, not just, you know, those that went to Bible school, but each and every one of us, we're meant to go out there and share the good news. There's a Bible verse that really kicks my butt whenever I begin to make things about myself. And I want to share it with you to just give you that reminder as well. On the contrary, who are you, O man, who answers arrogantly back to God and dares to defy him? Will the thing which is formed say to him who formed it, why have you made me like this? Does the potter not have the right over the clay to make from the same lump of clay one object for honorable use, something beautiful or distinctive, and another for common use, something ordinary or menial? Romans 9, 20-21 If God has called you, he called you, and he will equip you. Stop making it about yourself and step into your purpose. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Dare For More. I'm your host, UT, and I'm so excited that you keep coming back. Please leave a review for this podcast and share it with a friend or anyone who you believe would be encouraged by these words. I can't wait to see you walk into your purpose and just begin to do every single thing that God has called you to do. And remember, you are not alone. God is with you. Till next time.